what's going on tribe we are back we are back we are back man i am so excited as always about this episode listen we are less than one week away from christmas i hope that you have done all your christmas shopping you have done all the prep work to get ready to cook for your family and your friends and your loved ones we are definitely excited about this season of giving yes 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 man shout out to a few people shout out to a few people on instagram definitely got to give a shout out to my man rufus over at the rh3 show amazing 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 talent the i'm so fly that is i m s o fly movement on instagram man you need to check them out man they are building the kingdom they're very sincere people good people gotta get them some love and gotta get them a shout out when you get a chance check out financially sane wonderful 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 vessel that god is using man financially sane on instagram man look her up she is very very outspoken and she talks about her walk with god and that is awesome man good people man they over there in turkey man shout out to turkey uh that's how god do you man he'll connect you with people you've never met in your life and and just to be able to say that i have a friend insane man that's only god man only god could do that god will connect you with people that you have no clue like you had no idea that they were going to be a part of your story but god will connect you to those people and it's significant because too often we get caught up in who's not supporting us and 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 who's not for us but man if god is for you man nobody who, who can be against you like if god is for you who can be against you there is no place on this earth that god does not have power the dominion and authority to send the help that you need i want to say thank you to at financially sane on instagram i definitely got to send a warm shout out to angel uh if you want to follow her on instagram it is at financially sane awesome 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 person she is great she is wonderful uh, it is a blessing to know her it's a blessing to even be able to say that you know i know somebody in turkey (laughs) like we think this grand scheme we think this big plan and god is just slowly unwrapping the gift and we have to be always consciously aware of that before we jump into uh anything i definitely want to send some prayers out to the people out in kentucky uh illinois clarksville uh, Nashville, anywhere that the tornado touched down, man, it, it really did some damage. A lot of people uh, lost their homes and their cars and loved ones passed. And it's such a tragic uh, and sad situation. And we have to be mindful that uh, just because it did not affect us, that we are still part of this uh, society. We are still human. So you know we want to we want to show love and we want to put our prayers in for those who have lost loved ones who have who have lost everything we we definitely want to send love to them uh we also 
want to let you know that, man, we are counting down to the release of the Roar Judah website. Man, listen, stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. We're going to have a little sign up for you to jump on for the newsletter. Uh, It'll be an email. Uh, I'm looking into doing some other things, but right now it's it's, going to be awesome, man. We're still working on that in the background. We're going to have some Roar Judah gear. Like, uh, we, we get ready to go forward with this thing, man. So let's just uh, take our time. Let's just build. Let's just work. Uh, one of the things that I definitely want to say is I am not a pastor. I am not a minister. I am not a bishop or apostle. None of that. I am just a changed man. I am a man who has experienced God and I've walked with God and nobody can discredit that. I have the scars and the wounds to prove it. I have the story and the testimony to tell. This podcast came about because God put it in my heart. So anything that God puts in your heart and you obedient, you do it, he'll bless it. It don't matter how it looks or what people say. So with that being said, shout out to God for real. But I'm not a pastor. I'm not a apostle, bishop, none of that, man. I'm just a a man who's, who's... who's been touched by the hand of God that, that wants to share this this story, man, his story, uh, share share my testimony and, and share parts of what God has done for me and how he's transformed my life. And I'm not ashamed. Uh, I think that it's important that whenever God does something for you, if you looked in the Bible, you would see there were times where Jesus would heal people and 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 he would tell them, you know, you good, go 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 home, you know. And the person and he'd be like, man, don't tell nobody, basically. And I'm paraphrasing, like, don't tell nobody. And they they can't hold it, they can't hold it in, because man, when God does something special in your life, man, it's hard to hold it in. It's hard to say, you know what, man, God did it and leave it at that, man. You wanna jump for joy you want to tell it from the rooftop and that's why that old song say go tell it on the mountain what jesus has done listen before we get into anything else let's get this prayer in you know how we do tribe let's get it bow your heads wherever you are hopefully you are traveling safely uh wherever you are right now at this very moment man we ask god to wrap his arms around you we are uh definitely definitely in prayer for you We are about to jump into this prayer. So let's take a moment, close our eyes, and let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for breathing the breath of life, your breath, Lord. Your love and your mercy and your favor is unmatched, and we are saying thank you for that, Lord. Forgive us for our sins, our trespasses, and our transgressions. Forgive us for our thoughts and our behaviors and our actions that are not pleasing unto you. Lord, we do our best and we ask that you would still have favor and mercy upon us even when we fail, even when we break that covenant, even when we are being worldly and carnal. We thank you, Lord, that you are still a loving God and you are still an unconditional God. You still seem to make a way out of no way. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come to you right now thanking you for another opportunity to share in this moment. We are grateful to be able to hear from you in this very moment, Lord. 
we thank you for waking us up. We thank you for our going out and we thank you for our coming in. You are always with us and you are always around us. We are thankful, Lord, that you keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger, Lord. We thank you that there is no one like you and that we can trust you no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like. We thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You are now listening are to now the War of Judah Podcast. I know you heard this story. It's been preached so many different ways. But today we're going to dive in on it. And I want you to know that it is in Luke. Look at Luke 8. And we're going to start at, at verse 41. Luke chapter 8, verse 41 is where we're going to start. And you're going to read that all the way to 56, which is the end King James Version. New International Version, whichever one you prefer in your spare time, read it. I'm going off of the King James Version. It's all right, man. I know things may not be the way that you think they should be or... It doesn't look like the promise is going to be fulfilled, but you got to hold on. You got to wait. You got to be patient. Listen, let's jump into this thing, man. Verse 41, starting in verse 41, Luke chapter 8, verse 41. Let's go. And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. For he had only one daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a dying. But as he went, the people thronged him. And the woman having an issue of blood of twelve years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stanched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and press thee and sayest thou, Who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, daughter be of good comfort thou faith had made thee whole go in peace while he was still speaking someone from the synagogue official's house came and said to Jairus your daughter is dead do not inconvenience the teacher any further but Jesus hearing this answered them do not be afraid any longer only believe and trust in me and have faith in my ability to do this and she will be made well when he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the girl's father and mother. Now they were all weeping loudly and mourning for her. But he said, do not weep for she is not dead, but sleeping. Then they began laughing scornfully at him and ridiculing him, knowing without any doubt that she was dead. But Jesus took hold of her hand and spoke, saying, child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she got up immediately, and he ordered that she be given something to eat. Her parents were greatly astonished by the miracle, but he instructed them to tell no one what happened. And that's Luke chapter 8. That is Luke chapter 8, verse 
40 to 56. Now, this story is actually something that we've heard several times over time. But I would like to just really go back and look at this thing, man. And there's some key words, and that's kind of why I like reading King James Version. And whatever version you prefer is awesome. But there are key words that I feel like that are so significant to the story when you read it in the King James Version versus, you know, the NIV, the Amplified, or whatever, the message, whatever version you prefer. But there are key words. And I know a lot of people don't like the King James Version because of the these and the dials, but there are some key words that if you grasp them key words, they will open up a whole nother portal to this thing, man. And in several of the verses, I know that in verse 44, which we just read in the uh, Amplified Version, there were two different things that were said. Now, in uh, the Amplified version, what we see being said is that Jesus was on his way back to Galilee. And upon his arrival, he uh, ran into some people and, 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 you know, they needed some healing. All right. So, in verse 44 in the Amplified version, it says that the woman came up behind him and touched the fringe of his outer robe and immediately her bleeding stopped. Now, when you look at that same verse in the King James Version, it says came behind him and touched the border of his garment and immediately her issue of blood stanched. Now, I did look up those words and the border of his garment and I don't want to get too philosophical too theological but the border of his garment I went and did the research on the word border the border of a garment is the, the, the bottom piece the piece that is the bottom outer piece that like it drags like it's hanging down right so in order for her to touch the border of his garment, she had to be low. See, as I was talking to my good friend Bishop about this thing, back in the days, man, people who had illnesses and uh, people who were possessed and, and you know, uh, leprosy and things of that, that nature, they were frowned upon. They, like, you could not be around crowds of people you couldn't do certain things and with this woman having the issue of blood like back then that was frowned upon and so in order for her to get to Jesus with this crowd of people in order for her to touch the border of his garment she had to get down she had to get low and she did touch the, the border of his garment it was so many people pressing up against Jesus and in, in the King James Version it says thronged, and throng means to be pressed against or crushed. There were so many people bumping up against Jesus, uh, just excited, and, and, and they were walking with Jesus as he was, you know, going throughout the city, 
And for her to be able to to get what she needed, she had to get down low and to, to touch the, the border of his garment. And I believe that when you look at this story and you go back and you read it, you will see that the significance of there's a there's a there's a time gap here. Because you gotta understand Jesus you have to understand that Jarius had stopped Jesus. So Jesus is in transition to go to Jarius's house, but the woman with the issue of blood comes up behind him and touches. So he has to stop and say, listen, somebody touched me. I felt virtue. Now, this is why I'm saying you have to go back in the King James Version and read it because the King James Version says, he says, I felt virtue. Right? And here in the new international version, it says, I know that the power has gone out of me. Virtue means power, but the way that it's said in the King James Version is is something also different. Because Jesus said in the King James Version, he said, and said, Jesus, and Jesus said, somebody hath touched me for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. Now, if you go and you do the research and you find out the word virtue means power, authority. I perceive that a power has gone out of me. I perceive that authority has gone out of me. Listen, when she touched the border of Jesus' garment, the power, The source. Jesus is the source. God is the source. So when she touched the border of Jesus' garment, she was instantly made well because of her faith. We live by faith and not by sight. And Jesus says in the King James Version, Daughter, be a good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. I wonder what are we willing to do to get to Jesus? What are we willing to do to get to Jesus? What are we willing to lay down? What are we willing to give up? What are we willing to sacrifice to get to Jesus? To get the healing that we need. To get the miracle that we need. To get the salvation and the love and the joy and the peace. What are we willing to do to get to Jesus? Too often we allow our circumstances to, to, to keep us in bondage or to shackle us we so desperately need to be freed. That woman was determined to get to Jesus. That kind of determination results in being made whole.
when you're death desperate that you would crawl to Jesus when you've done all you can do as they say and you will crawl to Jesus that's when your life changes that's when miracles happen that's when signs and wonders uh, appear when you are desperate mm, when you are desperate for your miracle is when it will happen listen it's in reach you gotta believe you have to have a belief so great that whatever it takes for you to get your miracle that will nothing stop you this woman did not let nothing stop her from getting healed she didn't let the crowd stop her she didn't let her issue stop her she was determined to be healed and sometimes man we allow our circumstances to hinder us from being made whole we allow our circumstances to hinder us from being made well we allow our circumstances to hinder the way that we think and what we are willing to do to get where we need to be. It is hard to have an issue and you spend all your money on trying to get this issue taken care of and nobody and nobody can help you. You spend your whole life savings on trying to be healed and, and, and get medical attention, and nobody can take care of you. Nobody can get you all the way together. But there comes Jesus. Can you imagine the scene? Can you can I paint the scene for you? You sitting at the crib and you chilling, and they say, Man, Jesus done hit the city. He he in the building. And you heard of the stories. You heard of the miracles. You know, without a shadow of doubt, this is your opportunity. Your opportunity is in reach. My goodness. And all you got to do is make your way down. If you could just get close enough to Jesus. If you could just get to, just to touch the, you know, I had to, you had to, she had to visualize touching the bottom of his garment because that's where her faith was at if I could touch the bottom of his garment I could be made whole I believe that that if I would sacrifice everything just to touch the bottom of Jesus garment I will be made whole listen I need you to know it's in reach you cannot give up right now you cannot give up and you cannot give out. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. It's in reach. I need you to know that it's in reach. Say it with me. It's in reach. We become so frustrated with our circumstances and the way things are, are not going. Uh, we often allow the 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 blessing. And, and, and uh, the essence of the blessings to temporarily fade away. Listen, what I mean by that is this. 
once the newness of a blessing wears off and the reality of the hardships and, and, and trials and tribulations starts to settle in, we so easily forget about the miracle, about the blessing. Because we, we get on a little roll and it's like we're getting blessed and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, I got this, I got this. And then it, it slows down. And we forget about the newness of the blessing. And so that new blessing becomes old and it's like we we looking for something else. But can we rejoice for the blessing that we already have? See, only time will tell what our true agenda is, what our true belief is. When the newness of the blessing wears off, where will we be standing? It's almost like when the smoke clears, where will we be standing? The woman had to believe that if she could touch the, the border of Jesus' garment, that she could be made well. So that was her. She envisioned it. What are you envisioning right now? Whatever you stand in need of, how do you envision that happening? And I'm not talking about materialistic things. I'm not talking about cars and clothes and shoes. I'm talking about the joy that you deserve so much, that you desperately need, the peace that you desperately need, the self-control that you desperately need, the love, the peace, the purpose, all of those fruits of the spirits that you desperately need, what are you willing to do to get them? Because at the end of the day, the new house is going to wear out. The new car sin is going to be gone. The new shoe feel and look is going to be gone. The new outfit look and feel is going to be gone. What else is left? See, whatever you stand in need of, it is in reach. But what are you willing to do to get the miracle? To get the change? To be blessed? To be a blessing? What are you willing to do? The woman with the issue of blood was determined. How determined are you? How determined are you to get to Jesus? How determined are you to follow Jesus? Because she had to follow Jesus. In order to get close enough to Jesus, she had to follow him. And then when she touched him and he said, who touched me? She came and fell down in front of everybody and told why she touched him. When your moment comes, what are you willing to say in front of people? It may look at you foolish. When your miracle comes, what are you willing to say? Will you stand up and say, I touched you, Jesus, because I needed to be healed. I needed to be made whole. What are you willing to say? Because your story, your testimony can change somebody else's life. This it's a podcast episode that you got to share. Share this episode. It's in reach. Don't be afraid. Just believe. It's in reach. 
I know we covered a lot of ground between the two miracles about the little girl who had died. They said she was 12 years old. The woman with the issue of blood was dealing with that for 12 years. There's something significant about those two different situations, both of them having the number 12. There is something special about that. Jesus was on time. He was where he needed to be at the exact moment. So not only did he was going to perform a miracle, but somebody was able to get a miracle. That's powerful. Listen, share this podcast with two people. God is able to fix your situation. I don't care what it is. I don't care what you're facing. But you have to be determined. You have to believe. And you will have to pursue Jesus with all your heart. Listen, man, we are running out of time. We are running out of time. 